Welcome to the Fans of Fitness Podcast, a voice for fitness, health, and wellness professionals. Melinda, good to see you again. It's good to see you. What was it? Maybe two oh, days ago. Two days ago for me, <laughs> Josh. I saw, saw yesterday. yesterday. Yep. Yep. So, so welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. yeah glad thanks for being here. here. Yeah. So uh, you're already a little bit tired this morning uh, from something. Yes, um, I'm practicing for a hot shot wad. That's going to be in two weeks. Two weeks. Two you weeks. were just describing to us what that was, and we were both exhausted just <laughs> hearing it. We, I, right. I thought, I thought what you're going to about to say was one time, but what was that again? It what, what is. is that? Um, now I drawn a blank because I've already burned like 500 <laughs> calories this morning. So, <laughs> no, it is 30 air squats. 19 power cleans at 95 pounds each, um, seven stick pull-ups, and then a 400-meter run six times. Six, six times. Wow. Are, are you guys doing the race here in Phoenix, or is it? It's going to be in Prescott. Oh, okay. So is that, so it's a wad. Is that where everybody's going that's doing it? Is it uh, like a, a? It's kind of like a fundraiser, too, okay. for the hot shots. Right. So. Um, a group of the people that I go to CrossFit with, mm-hmm. we're going to be driving up on Friday on the 25th, and then it's on the 26th. Okay. So did you find this or did some friend drag you in? Because that's what happens usually. My wife or my friend drags me into something, and I'm like, oh. Okay. Yes, it was kind of a drag. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they, my friend is very, he's also a coach, so he was like, hey, I think you should do this. Yeah, yeah I've heard <laughs> um, that before. Yeah. Yes. Like, you do? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. So what, uh, is it a CrossFit box up, up there where you're going? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which one do you, uh, go to now? I go to Legion of Power. It's off of I-10 and the, I mean, sorry, the 101 and Olive. 101 and okay. Olive. Okay. That's not too far from where I live. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yep. So you did that this morning? Yes. Six times? Yes. Yikes. Okay. Yeah. That just, I'm, I'm just tired thinking about it. Just like, <laughs> oh. Yeah. I had oatmeal this morning. That was, that was challenging. No, I'm sure. I burned a few calories, but not as many as Melinda burned. <laughs> yep. So how long have you been uh, doing CrossFit? It's been about a year and I want to say almost a year and a half. Yeah? Yes. I started out with a fitness class and then I love it so much. It's like, it's one of those things where you're not sure if you're going to love it or not, yeah. and then you get in it and you're like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. Yeah. And you just feel like you can do anything. Mm-hmm. And then the coach was like, hey, why don't you just do a CrossFit class? Yeah. I was like, okay. So again, <laughs> was that also being drug into something like that? Or did you just go, I'm going to go do this fitness class? Oh, no, I wanted to. Oh, I okay. want, yeah. yeah. I searched them out. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh. And then um, after the fitness class, I they have a Saturday free class. Mm-hmm. And I did that for a while. And then I did, they have a punch card where you can buy like 10 visits. So right. I did the 10 visits and then became a member. Okay. And you were hooked. I was hooked. Yeah. yeah. There's something about CrossFit. I've done it before. I've gone through some CrossFit boxes. And one thing I can definitely say is during the workout, you're not happy to be there. <laughs> but when you're finished, feels good. You're, Yes. You're incredibly satisfied, yeah. even though you might be laying down on the ground on a pool of sweat, <laughs> trying to catch your breath like everybody else in class. Right. You know, so I call it the CrossFit pose. If you're not laying down, literally looking like you're about to die, then you didn't you didn't give it your all. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. so, yeah, it's uh, I enjoy it. 
Uh, because it's it's different movements than you're accustomed to, especially if you've just been lifting weights like a bodybuilder all your life, which a lot of us you know end up doing. Right. Until you you get to do a CrossFit class, there's there's more technique involved, mm-hmm. and you're, you're working your cardiorespiratory you know, system a, a lot harder than you are doing bicep curls. Right. <laughs> and so, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's challenging uh, during the pandemic. I outfitted my garage. It, uh, it was just full of drop plates, you know, barbells, kettlebells, uh, pull-up bar. So I went crazy and I gave a credit card a, a lot of loving and I was like, all right, I guess I'm doing CrossFit stuff. Uh, and I ended up doing that and I, I, I really, really enjoyed it because uh, yeah. your fitness goes so, so up. But with CrossFit technique is super important. So you got to be careful yes. right. with that. Yeah. Did you have a onboarding class when you went through yours? Did you have to learn how to do some of these movements like cleans and snatches? Yes. So on Tuesdays is when they focus on form. Awesome. And also Saturdays. So there's a Saturday class where they just do bar. Hmm. Tuesday they do that too. We'll work on the technique and then they he does like some kind of a wad of the day. So if we're doing like snatches, um, oh no, overhead squats. Mm-hmm. I remember that one. Ooh, and those then are rough. Yeah. My <laughs> my uh wrist got numb. Like yeah. <laughs> they literally yeah. they lost feeling. <laughs> And then afterwards we had to do, it was kind of like um, a specific rep range every minute on the minute yeah. deal. So we always practice what we learn. That's great. It didn't used to be that way in the beginning. <clears throat> it was just, um, here's what you're doing, do it. This is the way right. you're going to do. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's great that they're doing that. That's, gonna, that's going to definitely be good for not having injuries because we don't all know how to move correctly to begin with. And then you throw a weight in somebody's hand and say, do this. And Oh yeah. 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 So you were a teacher for how many years? 11. 11 years. And you taught what grades? I, I have taught first grade half of kindergarten Then I had my son. So that's why <laughs> the other half right. I was just subbing. And that's when I found out I really like fifth grade. So I taught that for about seven years and then taught sixth grade for four years. What's your favorite? I really liked fifth grade yeah. and sixth grade. Like sixth grade, they're still kind of not babies, but like still a little innocent, uh-huh. not very attitude-ish. So I was like, I can deal with you. And I still have students. They'll email me or they'll friend me on Instagram or something and say, hey, what's going on, Mr. Lynn? So That's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's If you can get through teaching fifth graders, you can do anything. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, that's just, I, I couldn't imagine teaching a class of fifth graders. No. I would, I would have, I'd be bald. It, after the first, <laughs> first day, I'd be like, where'd all this hair come from? Yeah. And They're very honest. Yeah. I remember when I found out I was pregnant with my youngest, the, and I told my class, the student was like, oh, that's why you're crabby. I was like, <laughs> oh, wow. Thanks. <clears throat> Thank you. Yeah, they don't have filters. <laughs> no. My daughter's no. seven, and sometimes I'm like, what did you just say? <laughs> so how are you liking school so far? I I like it, but I'm a little overwhelmed, too, at the same time. Yeah. So um, I always, as soon as I met you, which was a year before I took the class, I already knew I was going to take the class. So, so I was always pumped about it. Mm -hmm. It was just like, okay, how am I going to do this? Am I going to do night class? Am I going to do part time? Because I'm also a um, full time parent. I'm a single parent, and so trying to navigate how is this going to work was very hard for me. And the money situation, 
And then finally, I just had to be like, okay, we're just going to go all in. We're jumping in. And that's why I took right. my leave of absence. I was like, okay, we're just going to have to do full time. And so that part has been kind of peaceful, strangely. Good. But um, I would say my favorite is anatomy, which is hard. But because you have to remember a lot of things like we we just did the peck and i'm like can we just say it's upper mid lower there's a side thing over here do, do we have to name them like I don't, yeah, <laughs> I just, the yeah that thing over there i don't <laughs> so that's hard tuesdays i like because it's nutrition i have a little more background i took the nasm nutrition as mm. well as the women's fitness as well as the um I also am certified from NASA and personal training. So that I have more of a background with. So I think that's why it's like, oh, I like this day. I know a lot. You know? Right. <laughs> Whereas the other days I'm like, I know nothing. <laughs> yeah. So it's very humbling. And then also going inside the gym, I have all my weights at home. So I'm a free weight person. I do dumbbells. I do barbells. I have the whole setup. And then having to go find machines it's like, I remember one time at the gym, Shanti is like doing the stairs and I'm going around with my pad going, okay, I need to find a machine that does this. And I'm just looking around and he's looking at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't even know what I'm doing because it's just so foreign right. to have machines there. So yeah. that's been really challenging. Yeah. It's a good, yeah. It's it's about discovery, right? Because there's machines everywhere, and people that come in like that they have no background going to a gym, or or maybe it's the first time they go in, and, and all you see is machines everywhere. And that's usually where people gravitate to because they're safe. Mm -hmm. you know, most people aren't going to go pick up a barbell the first time they go to a gym. But I think it's uh, for for discovery purposes, going out there and and looking at these machines and going, what does this thing do? And sitting down and and moving things around until you're like, oh, this is what it does. This is the muscles, you know. I but think. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say it's it's about every gym's got machines except for CrossFit. Some have some, but your your typical box gyms have they're just filled with machines, and people can be very overwhelmed with them, and they to the point where they're not even gonna sit down on them. Right. It's like I'm just gonna go on the treadmill or a stair climber. This is safe. I know how to walk. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, but that's where we get some good social media entertainment is. Seeing people sitting backwards on a machine. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, not doing it right. You're like, oh, man. Yeah. Hanging upside down from a lap pull down or something. You're like, what, what are you doing? See, yeah. you, you, well, that's what happened yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we took one machine and we turned it into the, we were doing the limbo. <laughs> yeah. <they're>, so, <laughs> what was that? On the Jones machine back in the very back corner at the gym. Uh -huh. uh, they, they were doing some push-ups. The Jones or the Smith? The, it's a it's a Smith machine, but it's a, it's a the brand is Jones. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, it's the same one. I have that exact same machine in my house. Um, you, they went back there to do. Uh, I think Jesse was doing because um, we were focusing on the pecs, you right. know. And Jesse went back there to do um, pull ups, and I'm like, mm, you know, let's Not do pecs. it the other way. Let's go the opposite way and do push ups from that, you know, like an angled push up. And uh, so they lowered it down to do push ups, and then. They decided to use yeah. it as a limbo machine to see how many oh, people yeah. could go under. <laughs> I can see that. Yes, yes. We have a lot of fun. That's, <laughs> yes. That's for sure. We got some good good um, video yesterday. Yeah. We, we got to do incline and decline push-ups on the tire. And then 
Gracie was the flower that was, that was in the middle. She was swaying. <laughs> she was like, one, two, three, four. So um, it, it is a lot of fun. If you are a person that needs that hands-on, definitely. Mm. Oh, yeah. Definitely required. Like, that's me. I could read something, but then I, if you put me in front of a person, I'm like, oh, I don't, what am I supposed to do with you? I don't know. Yeah. So that's the whole reason why I took the class. And it, the people make it fun, too. Oh, yeah. So we've been having a lot of fun, sometimes too much. Too yeah, much. <laughs> it is definitely a fun class this term. It is. A lot of really fun personalities in this one, as there are in, in every term, but this one, and this some one with, does some with no filters. Yeah. That is true. That's <laughs> very true. Yes. <laughs> so what made you decide to, to enter this industry? I've been wanting to start my own business for a while. I always, I lived in New York. I actually came from the Bronx, so... Being from there, I walked everywhere. It's that became normal. And then when I got married and had kids, there wasn't the walking anymore. When you're in Phoenix, you have to drive everywhere. <laughs> so I did I did gain quite a bit of weight. It was a difficult time for me. And plus trying to be a good wife and be a good mom, I felt like I needed to put everybody else first. And it wasn't until my marriage fell apart where I was like, Maybe I should take care of me. <laughs> I think sometimes we think about those things too late. Right. Yeah. And luckily it wasn't it wasn't a health issue. It was more of self-esteem, self-worth, and then having fitness as a way to fight almost what I was going through. It was it was such a painful experience and I used it as a way to say, you know what, I'm not gonna let this knock me down. And I started out with Beach Body. And after that, I was like, this is not enough. You know, <laughs> it, The half hour session was like, I need more yeah, almost. Right. And I was like, you know what? It came to me. I was like, I love this. Like, I love it. I, I even get, when I go to the gym, I have to check myself. I'm like, it's not an anxiety feel feeling, but it's almost like, oh my gosh, we're going to the gym. Like, it's so, it's so fun for me. So I was like, I knew... It was something I wanted to do on the in the long run, mm -hmm. and um, I had that idea back in 2017, 18, and then I had my last kid, and so that kind of paused it, and it wasn't until recently that I was given the opportunity to come to the school and then say, okay, we're doing it. Let's. Yeah. So I was telling everybody, like I was like, I'm, I'm going to be a personal trainer. I'm going to be a personal trainer. That's awesome. Because for me, it's like the more I say it, then I, it definitely has to become real. Uh, I don't want to, I want to back up my words with my actions. Yeah. And so I told a lot of people. That's yeah. great. So it's, I, I'm really excited. So you, so you have three kids, right? I have four. Four. Yes. Wow. So what are the ages? Five, nine, 13, and 23. And the nine years, the only boy, he's, he's my baby, but <laughs> wow. Yeah. So are you going to start teaching your kids how to move and how to work out? He's my nine year old is more apt to do it with me. So there's times where we've done a CrossFit wad together okay, um, or a fitness wad where it was like every minute on the minute you had to do specific movements like burpees into squats and things right. like that. He loves that because we'll time each other and and he's done some bar stuff with me. It's the other ones that are that are like, eh, I don't know. 
my 23 year old she's 23 so she's like ah no <laughs> i don't i don't feel like sweating today oh and yeah the 13 year old she's she's like i will use your stuff when you're not there you know <laughs> i'm gonna exercise in secret so <laughs> yeah i have a few of those at yeah home. yeah <laughs> and then the five-year-old she's like i just want to do gymnastics mm. so but it's great because then they see that i'm taking care of myself and they'll say like my five-year-old will say oh you know what i don't think i'm gonna eat that much candy mom you know <laughs> so yeah. she she will start making better choices or you know i think we should walk today we like walking so we walk to school the school's right across the street from us and we walk every day to school and it's a it's a great not not just bonding but we just hey we're taking care of ourselves right now so yeah Gymnastics is a great aerobic activity. I mean, everyone that I know that was a gymnast mm. is in is still in great shape. They're like, yeah, I'm 65, and I'm like, yeah. really? Wow. Well, it's, it's so important at that age, your development, your you know, mm -hmm. the proprioception is is amazing at that age to to learn how to move your body, right? And uh, it's just gonna follow you throughout your life. And the you flexibility know, make... and just you know, just the whole the whole aerobic activity. I mean, it just makes. It just keeps you in shape. Yep. My daughter does that in the house. <laughs> yes. She takes the cushions off the couch. She'll grab pillows off our bed. That's called parkour. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell her to say that too when she's jumping parkour. from. Yeah. And she'll do it. It's it's hilarious. It's that episode that's from awesome. The Office. That's all I think of. And that's yeah, what see, we're there you go. <laughs> see? But I'm like, I, 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 in the beginning, I'm like, oh, put those back. And then I'm like, you know what? Be a kid. Yep. Go ahead. Um, yeah, we've got new pillowcases we can put on our pillows that are now on the floor, you know, and we've got two dogs that shed like crazy. So yeah. as soon as those, those pillows hit the floor, I'm like, Oh, oh yeah. it's too late now anyway. So I might as well <laughs> just let her bounce around. Yeah. And uh, she's just a nut. She'll go from run from her bedroom, jump on the couch, jump on the ottoman, run out in the kitchen, jump on the, the countertop. She's feral. You got to video that and get her to say oh, parkour. Parkour. Oh, wait, I've got some. <laughs> <laughs> My wife and I would just shake our heads and we're just like, just, just let her be a kid, yep. you know? Because I think uh, I certainly didn't grow up that way, you know. If I did any of that, mm -mm. oh yeah, oh no, yeah. Same thing with my wife. Her parents never let her be a kid like that, and it's to the point where where she'll go in the backyard. You know what noodling is? Have you ever heard of this? Mm -hmm. So it's catching catfish in oh, okay. in holes in in in, in uh, I guess like lakes right you know, on the shores of lakes people will catch not knowing hoping that there's a catfish in there instead of a snapping turtle right anyway i don't know how this began but she's got holes that are as deep as her elbow she digs in the backyard so we've got all these holes <laughs> and they're full of water because she'll take she'll dig a hole fill it with water and then she'll put toys in it and noodle those toys and i'll go out <laughs> in the backyard looking for her. i'm like oh she's covered in mud wow covered and of course, she doesn't like wearing a shirt. She's in the backyard, just just in her undies. And my, uh, go ahead, you're already muddy. Just enjoy yourself. And then yep. she makes mud pies and throws them on the wall. And like, you haven't seen noodling before? <laughs> no. They, they reach into these water holes and stick their hand in the mouth of a catfish. So they come out, and the catfish is like halfway up to their elbow. Like, and they're like, "Yeah, look at this fish." God. Yeah, I guess if you don't have a fishing pole, yeah, you just do that. that so, those people are crazy. Those catfish will cut you up. Well, there's <laughs> snapping turtles in some of those. Yeah, they're like, whoops, wrong hole. Don't want that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's great. I mean, being an influence on your kids at that age, I think, well, my daughter, from the time she was born, she's been in a gym. 
being yeah. that I was a coach when she was born. She was I've got pictures of her what standing up, holding a barbell that had, you know, some weight on it. And it's one of one of my most prized pictures because she's I think like at the time maybe six months old, oh, maybe wow. seven. She's using the bar to, to stand up. You know, she's right. doing this whole thing. And I'm like, snap, 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 paparazzi, this is amazing <laughs> photohop here. Right. And but she's she's always been in a gym. Like I would go there um to the studio where I was working at often with her uh, Saturday morning boot camps, especially because my wife used to join that boot camp with me when I was running it. And oftentimes my wife would be doing movements with my daughter in her arms, like bodyweight squats. She was right mm-hmm. here. And uh, we go into a gym now. Like if I bring her to the gym Mesa where, where uh, the school is, she goes right to that cable machine right by the doors and she just hangs from them. She pulls it and she'll put enough weight on there. She pulls it, it'll pull her off the ground. I'm like, I don't know if you should be doing that here, but <laughs> deadlifting since you since you were yeah. six months old. Like nobody else wants to use that cable machine right now, so do it. Yeah. Have fun. She's got a big old smile on her face. So she's used to being in a gym and we take her to uh you know, mountainside where we go, uh by me four or five days a week. So she gets to go in the kids' club, but she always wants to go find mommy. Mommy might be deadlifting. If I pick her up early to have a smoothie, she's like, I'm gonna go find mommy. I'm like, I don't know if you're supposed to be on the floor, you're too young. <laughs> she just right. runs out there and mommy doing super heavy deadlifts and (laughs) so i think it's great you know it's you you do have to take care of yourself in order to be able to take care of your family right well yeah and pass that on to the kids so they so they know to take care i think that's the hardest part with me growing up in the south is you didn't work out you didn't do you know any kind of gymnastics or anything like that you went out and worked you know, my my dad owned a landscape nursery, you know, and uh, you just went out and worked. You went in the greenhouse and 114 or 125, whatever it was in the greenhouse, sweating and, you know, and that's that was your activity, you know, other than playing outside. But it wasn't, you know, put to us like, hey, you need to work out and you need to run or you need to you know, exercise, lift weights or any of that kind of stuff. It, and it wasn't until I got into college that, you know, I realized that I needed to do something like that. And then after college, just got really busy and didn't do it because I don't think it was instilled into me as a kid. I think if it would have been like, hey, you know, you're eight years old, let's let's start doing some, you know, aerobics or gymnastics or something to keep you active. And then, you know, cause I, but I was outside riding bikes and playing sports and stuff like that. But then as you get older, 12, 13, 14, all right, let's go lift some weights because you need to build some muscle and, you know, that kind of stuff. I think it would have been better for me in my adult life for sure. Yeah. Well, I feel like um, I'm almost changing the course of our family because both sides of my family, they're all heavy set. They have mm. health issues. Right. And, and my kids see that. And so it's almost like I'm the one that's saying, hey, let's do things different. We don't have to be like that. Breaking right. the cycle. Yeah. 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 The nutrition from the nutrition side of it, from every bit of it. And that's, you know, for me, I'm diabetic and uh, it, it runs in my family. But again, that's one of those things. It's like it doesn't have to run in my family. If I'd have been taught how to eat properly at a young age instead of eat everything on your plate. You didn't finish everything on your plate. Same. Right? And that's what we were taught. Like, you know, whoever fixes your plate, if you didn't fix it yourself, you left stuff on your plate. Why did you not eat that? 
you know, mm-hmm. okay, I'll, I guess I'll eat the rest of the mound of mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Even you though know. you're not hungry anymore. Right. <laughs> yeah. They, my dad wouldn't. My mom and my dad, they wouldn't let me off out of up the, the table until I was completely done. Right. And they always made Brussels sprouts. I hated, oh. hated Brussels sprouts when I was a kid. I love them now. I don't know what happened. I hate them now. But, but I, thank, hate them. I hated them then. Hate them now. Thank goodness we had dogs at the time. Right. I'm sure. I'm sure my parents knew. But I had a dog. She was a poodle. Her name was Trixie. She was a garbage disposal. So you know, as a kid, I'm like, are they looking? Yeah. Boop. They went on the floor. There's my dog. I'm like, oh, you're a lifesaver. And like, I'm. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I, they had to have known because kids. You, you, they think they're being sneaky. Right. They're not. Because my yeah. daughter, I watch her. I watch her processor going. You know, I'm like, did you brush your teeth? We know we know this trick, right? <laughs> right. You brush your teeth, right? This happened this morning. <laughs> hey, brush your teeth. Brush your hair. Comes out. Her hair's her hair's uh, brushed. I didn't hear water running. You know. So, yep. like, did you brush your teeth? Yeah. Let's no. go find out. So I walk in there. She hasn't figured out this trick yet. I don't know how she hasn't figured this out. But I'll you know put my thumb on it. I'm like, your your toothbrush is dry. I don't know how she hasn't figured out just putting water on it first and then putting it back. So if I go don't, in, I'm like, don't tell her. Oh, you must have, <laughs> right? <laughs> so yeah. she thinks she's getting away with it, but I'm watching. I'm not gonna, you know, it's not. I'm not gonna make a big deal out of it. But you know, like the thermometer and hair dryer. So you tell your parents you're sick. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't feel good this morning. I don't feel good. Look, yeah. it's 107. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm getting rushed to the hospital. Yeah. I'm like what? Right. Yeah. They caught you on that bluff. If it's yep. a one seven. You should be dead. Yeah. So, all right. I guess we're going to the hospital. You're going to get lots of needles. I'm not sick. I'm going to school right now. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, my family never made us eat something we didn't like, but they did have us eat, clean the plate, you know, finish everything on the plate. So. Well, yeah. I mean, you being in uh, the South, right? You know, the, the typical plate meat potatoes looks amazing, tastes yep. amazing, but not always good for you. Two rolls. Not yeah. the little, not the little Hawaiian rolls, like big massive. Yeah, it's just basically a plate of salt. <laughs> yeah, <you're eating. laughs> and the mashed potatoes have gravy on it. And yeah, oh, I was so lucky. Yeah, oh, it's so good. No, we were it's poor, so it was like rice with everything. Yeah, rice with chicken, rice with tuna, rice with eggs. Right, <laughs> it was a lot of rice. Yeah, right. Lots of rice. Yeah, were you bu- uh, born in New York? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, born in Bronx. Yes, yes, I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was funny because my uh, my friend he was like, well, what what motivates you? Because he's he's 28 and he's doing his thing. He's going out and he's got a second job and everything, trying to make a living for himself and doing things. And I was like, I lived in the Bronx and I didn't want to be there anymore. It was, I mean, I remember turning on the light and cockroaches scattering. Oh, like geez. it was. Wow. I, I lived in the projects. Um, there was things. I've seen so (laughs) things I've experienced and I just knew this is not where I want to be. And so I just knew when I graduate, I need to get out. And that's what I did. So how long have you been in Phoenix? For about 15 years. Did you come straight from the Bronx here or did you move somewhere else first? No, I was in Indiana for a little bit. Okay. Uh, When I was 20, I had my oldest, uh, well, I was 21 when I had her, but I was 20 when I found out. And my I was trying to get away from my mom, even though I love her very much. But so Indiana opened up. They have a school where the moms can go with their kids and you can you can kind of be in the dorms. 
Mm-hmm. And so I right. was like, cool, I'm going to do that. And so I lived in Indiana for about four years. Okay. Um, then I was going to Grand Canyon University online. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was like, you know, you ever get those feelings where you're like, I have to move. I know I'm supposed to move. I'm, And I was dead. Like, I was like, I'm moving. I'm moving to Arizona. Didn't know why. But then I met um, the kid's dad and we were married like super quick. So... Had you ever been to Arizona before then? No, no, never. Wow, really? We didn't go on vacations growing up. We we were poor because my mom, she's a single mom too. So um, I think the most we've been to is South Carolina to visit family and Philadelphia. I think that was it. I think Washington once, but that was, so moving all the way to Arizona by myself, like myself and then my daughter, that was a huge step. Yeah, for sure. Apparently I like doing crazy things. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of, like, what are, what are your plans after you graduate? I'm glad you asked. No. <laughs> Actually, um, I do have kind of like a five-year plan in place. I am considering applying for a box gym just to get that experience. Mm-hmm. I would like to do some online coaching and then in person. Right now I'm taking a nutrition class through um, NCI. And that one's more like a practicum. So I get to work with students already or clients already. And I would like to grow that. But at the same time, I feel like I still need the experience. And so once that happens and I gain more clients and the confidence, I plan to go into business full time and then eventually would like to open my own gym because I'm in the West Valley. So I think it would be cool to have a gym like the Gym Mesa or like a combo of the Gym Mesa and then a CrossFit gym all together in one in the West Valley. I think that would be awesome. So I've already talked to my friends. I'm like, you're going to work in it, right? You got me. <laughs> so, but that's, I would, I would love to do that. I love teaching. I write a blog right now. So I like doing that too. And it's more of combining my faith as a Christian with fitness. So there's a lot of comparisons. I mean, I would be at the CrossFit gym and just see the comparison. We were doing overhead push presses and so hard. And yeah, I was like, you know what, you got this, you can do it, you can do all things, you know, just, it's very motivating. So seeing the link between the two, because we do have a link between our mind, body and spirit. And um, that's a big thing for me. And then also, one day I would like to do a podcast. That's yeah. something that is something I've thought about. And then having people for interviews. And I, I was let down, though, because I remember the guy who won. I forgot what age he is. He's I think he's in his late 40s, the CrossFit Games. Um, Jason Grubbs. He won the CrossFit Games for his age division. Mm-hmm. I asked him, I was like, can I interview you for my blog? And he didn't answer me back. And I was like, <laughs> but that's like, that's the dream. Right. It's, yeah. I, I, and, I, and I enjoy telling people, hey, this is why I want you to do this. This is why I'm telling you to eat more. You need car- carbs, you know? Yeah. Right. So it's it's been fun, but at the same time, it's scary. Yeah. It's, well, we can always get rid of Travis and you can replace him, right? Yeah. And just be the Melinda and Joshua. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just already kidding. just started this. He wants to replace you. That's <laughs> not already. Yeah. 
Everybody says he has a good voice. They don't say that to me. So I'm like, now I need to replace him. Don't you? <laughs> you jealous of this he voice? Is. Yeah. He is. He's like, yeah. They're like, that redneck. Watch that podcast with that redneck on there. Yeah. I know where you live or where you were, where you used to live. I've been there. Yeah. Mm. Hills have eyes in, in, in uh, Tennessee. <laughs> but wouldn't it also be cool to have a MPTI in the West Valley too? It yeah. y- Yes. That, that so is on the radar. Uh, with the Valley being as big as it is, there's uh, a lot of people that would attend or get this education, but it's just simply too far for them. But I mean, we've had people commute from Tucson daily. That's very yeah. far. Yeah, it That's is very <laughs> far. Gold Canyon, you know, which is still pretty far from from the school. Right. Um, we've had some that that live out by me by Arrowhead Mall that have made the commute, and I'm like, cool. You know, you know, yeah, we're doing the same commute every day. Um, but you know, it's an 11 week program. It's not. It's not forever. It's not right. three, four years of doing that. Yeah. But yeah, that's definitely something we want to do. Is is come out there because I'd spend more of my time at that location than the one in Mesa because you know oh, yeah. it is an hour from me except for uh, well who knows what the one on one looks like oh, yeah. it could be an hour it's taken me I think the longest it ever took me to get to school is an hour forty minutes wow crash yeah, yeah. multiple yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's some days where I'm like is anybody looking out is any is is, is everybody's hands off the steering wheel right now just, yeah just applying makeup and eating breakfast. Well, the the gym that we're at now, they have a location at 40th Street in Thunderbird. And so we'd looked at possibly opening one there, uh, but there's some stuff going on that we can't open it yet. So, but that would even be, that would be closer to the West Valley. So that's true. Yeah. The the goal is having two or three in the next couple, three years, but yeah. That would be cool because I think people will, will enjoy it too. And like you always say, just because you're, um, you have a cert doesn't mean you're certified. Right. We want qualified people. So yeah, that's what it's always been. Um, I think we've had at least a dozen people that have come in already certified, and and they're there because they're like I didn't learn anything. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> and that's 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 why we're here. That's why uh, MPTI was created. You know, back in the '90s. Is to serve that purpose. It's like anything else. Like how could you? How could you? You know, like a LMT. Right. Can you read a book on how to be a licensed massage therapist? Not Can you read a book and be good at being a, a auto mechanic? Right. No. How about a heart surgeon? Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be scary? You're, you're gonna learn some yeah. stuff. But I'm a you're certified. Gonna... I'm a certified uh, heart surgeon. I read a book. Yeah. Sweet. Will you uh, work on my heart? Yeah. And if you. <laughs> If, if you're looking for a personal trainer and you find two personal trainers and they're like, one's learned from a book and one's learned from hands-on, you're going to go with a hands-on person mm-hmm. all the time because, I mean, right. they're going to have so much more knowledge of, of what to do. Yeah. I think that the common misconception is that just because on the back of your shirt it says personal trainer that you all know the same stuff. Right. You know, you've got your entry-level um, online certification and then you've got... Your very steps to to increasing your education. I mean, if you got a certification, then you got a mentor, which a lot of people do. Uh, then you're you're golden. If if you've got a mentor that's going to show you the rubs, show you the movements, and all that sort of stuff, and, and teach you, you know, go deeper into anatomy um, than a book does, and go through, you know, business, which is you're going to need if you want to be independent. You, that's you have to know business. <laughs> you're going to need yep. a mentor, right. or you can you can go beyond that and go to a school like ours and get all that information and then have us to your disposal after you graduate 
you're not done when you graduate. We're going to still be there for you anytime you have any questions. So you've got us as a, as a, as a tether to, to help you, you grow even after you graduate. And, and if we can't answer questions, we know people who we can connect you to to help you. So do you have an ideal client? Right now, my ideal client is um, working moms or working people in general. So they're trying to fit health into their lifestyle, trying to make sure they carve out time for themselves. And so with that, like I have one lady who's my client right now, and she'll tell me, hey, I need you to text me. Did I do my workout today? Hmm. And so it's the desire is there. I think sometimes they don't either know what they're doing or they don't, they're trying to figure out like, how can I put this into my already busy schedule? Right. So especially like moms, people that tend to sacrifice themselves for everybody else, that would be my ideal client. And then people that are mainly in their thirties and forties, because once you hit 40, there's something different that happens to the body. Women are just so unique. We have a lot of things going on. It's, Mm -hmm. we don't stay constant. Like usually if you see studies, all the studies are using men because with women, there's so many variables that are different that they don't use women. There's, you have the menstrual cycle, you have uh, hormone levels that are always changing. If you had a baby, things are different. So with that, knowing that, from even myself because once I hit 41 it was a different story it was almost like why does it always feel like I'm taking a step forward and then two baby steps back like it was just it's a constant and women they just they need that they need more support they need more friend support but even just looking at are you getting sleep what's your stress look like talking about the flight or fret uh flight or um fight or flight yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what kind of state are you in? Is your body even uh, apt to whatever it is that you're trying to do? And so as a woman, I would know how to help these other women that might be in the same situation. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a, it's a great niche. It's a mm-hmm. fantastic niche because you've, you've already been there. And I think that's why, um, you know, somebody who's had children, like we were having this conversation. When did we have this conversation about pre-postnatal? Yeah. Oh, earlier. I think it was with Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. So talking about like being in front of the class for me and saying, hey, this is pre postnatal education. This is these are the, the indications, contraindications to each trimester. This is what you want to look out for. This is how we're going to repair the, the, the pelvic floor after childbirth. This is how to, you know, help strengthen the core. If you have rectus diastasis, this is what you do. This is how you find it and all that sort of thing. I can say it, but the women in the class are looking at me that have had kids <laughs> going like, what do you know about childbirth? <laughs> so I don't feel like I'm the one that should be talking about it. That's why we've got this relationship with uh, Renee at Build Body Fitness. She's coming in, I think it's going to be next Friday. Or not Friday, maybe next Wednesday or the Wednesday after that. So she's going to be up in front of class. I'm going nice. to be sitting back going, stage is yours because <laughs> you've been there. You've had kids and this is your specialty. You work with women in their you know, they're pre, prenatal, postnatal. So you're the one that should be talking about this, not me. Right. And much like what you're saying, you know, that that's a great niche for you. You've been there. Like if I said that, I'm like, I want to work with middle-aged women, <laughs> you know, that are going through menopause and that have had, had children. 
The people are going to look at you weird. <laughs> yeah, women are going to be like, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> this is a, this, this is a specialty. A weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> so I think for you, for you, that's a, that's a fantastic niche because you can relate to it. People can relate to you. Well, I think it's it's interesting because our nutritionist Jennifer, mm-hmm. she was working with one of our one of the other students too, like how to find out if your rectus abdominis muscles have split, yeah, and things like that. So I think that's it's it's awesome to have other ladies in the class mm-hmm. that are not knowledgeable in that field. Well, that's yep. my wife is teaching anatomy, and that's what happened to her. Is her her rectus abdominis is split? Rectus diastasis, yeah, that's what they call that. Separation of the abdominal mm-hmm. wall. Yeah. Yeah. That's because so. she had triplets. Oh, boy. You did that to her. I didn't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't blame fault. me. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, not your fault. No. Yeah. So if, if you, uh, going back to business, that's part of part of the curriculum is having on graduation day, you're going to present, you know, your your, your business from, from ground up. You've created something. Is this... Is what you're creating right now based on your my your, future plans? Your your vision? Yes. Awesome. Cool. Yes. Yes. I have a vision board. I'm a vision board person. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's up there. Um the logo's up there, but I had to write it myself, so it looks very interesting. <laughs> and then um the nutrition and the personal training. I didn't put the school up there because I only do a year at a time. Mm-hmm. So but yeah, the vision is there, and it's just a matter of writing it down. Yeah. And we already have the mission, right? And we're working on some other pieces in the class. So does it feel more real as you go through? Yes, which yeah. is a little scary. Yeah, I already had somebody say, "Hey, like, what's your pricing?" And I was like, "Oh my god, right there." Oh my god. Like, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, you, you got to do something now." <laughs> yeah. So it's, I mean, right now I'm doing the practicum. So even in the practicum, it's a little safe. Because it's like, you're learning, you know, right. just give me your inputs. But then and it's like, oh, I'm going to give you money to do this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, I'm just like freaking out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is real. This is real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you feel more comfortable um, if you go ahead and write that stuff down and have it ready. Right. Yeah. And when someone asks you, you're like, yeah, here it is. You know, and, and it doesn't. There's more anxiety, even if you know what those those prices are. You've set those prices. If you don't have it, where you can just give them a handout or send them, you know, a PDF or something, it's still that anxiety of like, it's sixty five an hour. You know, where if you have it on the thing, you're like, here, boom, there it is. It's almost like someone else has set those prices and you're right. just giving it out, right? And I love so, the way you describe that in class. Yeah. Um, because it's you have to think this is what my business mm-hmm. prices are. Right. This is not what my prices are. My business sets the price. Yeah. In, in class, I tell them to, you know, stand behind the business. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like you don't own the business, even if it's just a one person personal training business. Right. Yeah. Th- those prices are set. I really can't. You know, I can vary maybe five bucks, but I can't vary. You know, because mm-hmm. that's what the prices are set at. So. Yeah. 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 You have to remember you're a product. You know, your person, it's the education. It's like anybody else, like a hairdresser, they have a skill. And I think we talked about this earlier a little bit with sales. I think that's a great way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But the first time that somebody hands you money for your skills to help them, that's when it feels real. Yeah. And I remember the first time I did that, 
like, how much do I know? I just got out of this program that, that I'm now running. And uh, it was really weird because, you know, I, I worked for corporate. I had right. corporate jobs all the way up, un- up until then. I'm like, this is really happening. I'm now yeah. my own boss. And somebody is trusting me to help them on their health journey. And it felt really strange to go, I just made X amount. And now they trust me to get them to that point. So I have to deliver. Exactly. And and that was scary for me. I'm like, do I know enough? Right. And I definitely did <laughs> yep. come to find out. But it was scary you know, just because this person is trusting me to improve their life. And, and it was I took that very seriously. And I'm like, all right. Let's make sure we do that. I have to deliver. And I think so, some I think some <clears throat> of the the awkwardness of getting paid by someone is part of the society we live in now because when I was a kid, you know, and you work for someone on Friday they give you two hundred bucks and they're like, All right, get out of here, you know. Where now you just get a paycheck and go straight to your bank so you don't have that physical like them paying mm-hmm. you, right? But now you're a personal trainer and you're like all right, here's my Zelle information or however you're getting paid. And it's like a kind of awkward, yeah. like, all right, where's the money? Give yeah. me the money, you know, so. That's always awkward. Yeah. It always is. That's why I think uh, like doing an EFT, it just takes that that awkwardness out of it. Because I used to do packages. That's what I would do. And before I moved down here, I was going to go to the EFT model. Yeah. Just that electronic funds transfer just happens. There's right. no like, hey, um, so... Right. <clears throat> you're out of sessions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last time you were out of sessions. Now you're going to get some more today. <laughs> you know, I always made it awkward. Yeah. So I think that's why that model is, is good to, to get rid of that awkwardness. And if, if I were a trainer again, if I was doing, doing one on one on one training, that's exactly how I would set it up. Well, I definitely do look forward to the next half of the school year or the school weeks <laughs> five weeks left. um five left yep yes five because left. we're i think we're taking it more of kind of like a practicum approach where we're going to be training each other i know mm-hmm. the nutritionist said we're going to be doing that too yeah um it'd be nice to see okay here's your person let's assess them what would you what would you offer them that kind of stuff I think that will help a lot of us. I feel like we are a fun group, but then at the same time, it's more none of us are sure what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Right. Every time he comes up with the avatar, we take like 30 minutes to make up a work, a workout because we're like, I don't know. Like, is this good enough? Is this not good enough? So yeah. it'll be really interesting to see what these next five to six weeks have. Yeah, there'll be a lot of that. And it's like, I, like I've mentioned in class before, program design, there's good, better, best. There's all these ingredients to add. It's not a, a one one shoe fits all. It's right. It's, you can do a lot of different things that are going to get them to down that that path to to their goals. Yep. So it's not one specific movement. It's not one specific stretch. It's not one specific nutrition plan, unless you're like you know IFBB com- competitor. Then it's strict. Sure. There's no deviation. It's a straight line road, right. <laughs> no turns. Uh, but with with program design, it's it's just the basic movements like we, we, we've talked about. It's your, your push-pull, your, your, your squats, your lunges, your carries. Um, it's all that stuff. If we simplify it, then it becomes easier. But we have to just think of what kind of modalities is this person ready for. Right. You, know, you get 82-year-old Marsha, like I like to say, because she was an actual client. You're not going to have her do you know 225-pound deadlifts or barbell deadlifts really at all. Right. Again, there are some out there that can do it and would do it, and I might yes, have do there it. Are. But, <laughs> you know, it's it's – 
in the beginning, it's it's really it it seems complicated to create the perfect plan. Yeah. And I've sat like I've had clients before, new ones that we've already had a fitness orientation. I've got their goals. I know how they move now. I know about their injuries, their hobbies. And in the very beginning, I mean, I would sit there for a half hour just to create one workout. Yes, that's what I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I think we're all guilty of that. It's just overcomplicating it in the beginning. It's actually quite easy when you think about our, our, our fundamental movements. Just stick yeah. with those. Um, like I went to a, a gym yesterday, and their program is crazy good. It's so simple. And I've never seen this. And, and, and you see new things in the industry pop up. This is such a great idea. They would have – it's semi-private training. So it's three to six to, to 12 people at one time. And each station is assigned to one of the, these people that are going to be be doing this, this group workout. But everyone is specialized. <clears throat> everyone is – not specialized, but uh, it's – their program is catered to where they're at at that moment. So it's a grading system. <laughs> so it's a grade. It's a mi- everybody starts off at a minus three. And then you you eventually go to a plus three. But you go from minus three to a minus two to a minus one to a zero to a one, two, and three. Well, if you're a, if you're a minus three, that means you're just starting. And you're right. not going to go to a minus two until you've proven that you've mastered this movement. So if you're doing bodyweight squats, that's, that's a minus awesome. three. Mm-hmm. And then... Once the coach is like, "Hey, you've mastered the bodyweight squat. <clears throat> now let's let's load you up a little bit. Now maybe we do dumbbell squats. After you mastered that, then you go to a minus one, and then you just move up. So maybe your your final movement is like a front squat, barbell front squat, or or barbell back squat, depending on whether or not you're doing strength or power. Um, and that's with all the, the the fundamental movements that we have, and it, and it just simplifies it so well. I, I've never thought about that before and when they showed me that I was like that's that's such a, a teaching thing though it's like we do that in the classroom too yeah. where we have to adjust and modify things according to the students oh well that student doesn't know how to write a paragraph but that one does so you right. have to like it's it is very very much similar yeah it's very similar hmm yeah but we'll we'll simplify that a little bit more as we go through <laughs> yeah. the next five weeks <laughs> Right. Hopefully. Even if you've got it, if you think you've got it down, the first time you have an actual client, you're going to overthink it. Uh, Melinda, so is there a place where uh, people can reach you? Yes, you can reach me on Instagram. My handle is faith, F-8-T-H, and fitness. And then I also have a website, which is faith and CrossFit, which is more like a devotional. So if you like that kind of thing, you can check it out. Awesome. awesome. And we'll put those in the show notes too. Yeah, we'll so. do that. Well, thanks for coming out. This was yeah, fun. Awesome. Thank you. I'll see great you again to have a student, on a current student. Monday. Yeah. 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 So And awesome. it was fun getting to know you guys too. This <laughs> outside of the classroom. Yes. Yeah. Because Josh is funny. I am. <laughs> yes. <I'm not? laughs> At what point? <laughs> funny. He's very looking. animated. He's, yeah. He makes us laugh. He does. Good. Good. <laughs> I don't I think they're laughing at me and not with me. Right? What? I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. All right. All right, guys. It was fun.